Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. This morning, I heard an amazing story from Rabbi Brisky, and he's a master speaker and storyteller, and he's really a great teacher. So he told the following story. This story took place in 1929 in Hebron. Hebron is a city in Israel, and you may be familiar with it because it's mentioned in Chumash. In fact, uh, Sarah was buried there by Avraham. Avraham was later, later buried there. Yitzchak was buried there. Rivka was buried there. And so was Yaakov and, and Leah. Rachel was buried in a different place for a special reason, which that's another beautiful story for another day, Blinator. But except for uh, Rachel, all of our patriarchs and matriarchs, the fathers and mothers of the Jewish people, are buried in Hebron. In addition to that, um, Adam and Chava, Adam and Eve, the first two human beings, are also buried there. And you can actually go and visit um, the cave um, or the, the building cave where where it is. You can't actually see the actual grave sites, but there's uh, there's places that show where approximately, as far as we know, the grave sites are uh, further down underneath. In any case, um, in 1929, there was a very small majority of Jewish people there, uh, mostly from people, people who kept Shabbos and kosher and the mitzvahs, and there was a huge amount of Arabs there as today, same thing. And unfortunately, in 1929, um, many, many Arabs, very vicious, evil people, not all Arabs are evil, but these were evil ones. Um, of course, most human beings, all human beings have um, godliness within them. Every human being is made in the image of God. The Telem Elohim, as it says in the verse, in the image of God, we all have godliness in us. And I'm sure that the average Arab is a fine person, but unfortunately, many of them have been brainwashed into hating Jewish people. And unfortunately, that's what happened in this story. Many, many of these Arabs came and um, they came with weapons and they massacred, they slaughtered and sorry to say, uh, they killed all the Jewish people they saw on the street and then they started going house by house um, trying to kill every Jewish person that they could find. Now there was living in that time in Hebron a certain Jew named Menashe. And Menashe for some reason hated Yiddishkeit, hated Jews who kept tight mitzvahs, and he didn't just keep it to himself. He made it quite public. On Shabbos, for example, he would get on his motorcycle and ride through town, uh, honking his motorcycle horn, screaming at the Jewish people who were there, keeping Shabbos, uh, yelling at them, insulting them, and so forth. He was completely, completely... Um, Hate, hateful of, of Jews, especially Jews who kept Torah and mitzvahs.
Who were his friends then? He wasn't friends with the Jews. He was friends with the Arabs. He hung around with the Arabs. And um, that's that was the social circle. So at the time of this terrible slaughter, Rahman al-Tzlan, such a terrible thing, we should never know of such things. Um, many, many Jews were killed and they started going house to house. Like I said before, they came into the house where Menashe was sitting with his friends and they looked at him and they said, who's that? Meaning that if he's Jewish, we're going to kill him. And his Arab friend said, don't worry, he's one of us. Okay. So the killers left him and uh, went on to the next house. All of a sudden, Menashe stood up, ran out into the street after these murderous, evil Arabs who were literally killing people, shooting people, knifing people. And he said to, the, he said to them, no, I'm Jewish also. I'm Jewish also. And unfortunately, they killed him. From this story, we see something amazing. Of course, I'm not telling the story to horrify anybody, but we see from this that no matter what kind of Jew we're talking about, he or she has within him or her a godly soul. And that godly soul is the essence of that person. This Menashe, as far as we know, didn't do any mitzvahs, didn't learn any Torah, only had hate for Jews and for Judaism. And yet, when it came right down to it, his godly soul expressed itself. And he was willing to die for his Judaism. So we see that he was actually a very holy person. It's just that it was never revealed during his lifetime until this last moment. But this is a fact with every single Jew, every single Jew, no matter what, no matter who, has a godly soul within them. And this is actually one of the two things that the Balshemto's father told him before he passed away. The Balshemto was a little boy, maybe three years old, four years old, when his father passed away, his father was a very holy Jew named Rabbi Eliezer. Eliezer. His mother was a very holy Jewess named Sarah. In fact, miraculously, he was born when his mother was 90 and his mother, his father was 100, just like Yitzchak was born to Avram and Sarah when they were 90 and 100. And the Balshemto's father told him, I want you to remember two things. One is never to be afraid of anybody or anything except Hashem. Of course, that doesn't mean that we're petrified of Hashem. It means that we have a sense of fear of Hashem. Yerushamayim, as it's called, an awe of Hashem, respect, and much, much more than respect. And number two, um, um, Eli, Rabbi Eliezer, the Baal Shem Tov's father, said to him to love every Jew unconditionally, no matter who it is, no matter what. To love every single Jew. 
How can we love every single Jew? What about a Jew like Menashe, who, in our story, who exhibited no positive qualities whatsoever? Because inside, every Jew has that godly soul. And therefore, we love them because of that godly soul. And we should really try to love them entirely as a person, knowing that they have that godly soul inside of them. And this is the way that we can speak to any Jew about Torah mitzvahs. Could be we can't speak that day about Torah mitzvahs, but we could eventually become close with any Jew and speak to them about Torah mitzvahs because we know that inside of them they have a godly soul. And that godly soul wants nothing more than Torah mitzvahs and Mashiach and to connect with Hashem and so forth. And therefore, this is the gateway to speaking to any Jewish person and bringing them close to Torah mitzvahs because inside they want Torah mitzvahs. They want to be close to Hashem. They want to believe in Hashem. And this is also connected to Mashiach as well because by revealing that godly soul within us and helping others to reveal the godly soul within them is what causes Jewish people to do Torah mitzvahs. And this is what brings Mashiach. And when Mashiach is is uh, is, is fully revealed here, and the redemption has arrived, then the godly soul within each and every one of us will be revealed. And this will also affect the non-Jews around us. And the fact that they are made in the image of God, this will also be revealed. And this is why we are teaching the seven commandments of the children of Noah today, Shavim Mitzvah and Noach, to help the non-Jews to reveal that godly part of them. And in this way, we'll certainly quicken the coming of Mashiach and redemption. May it happen immediately, if not sooner. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more. And even more so, thank you for taking the lessons from these stories and applying it in your own life to learn extra taita, to do extra mitzvahs, acts of goodness and kindness, learning about Mashiach and Geula, and doing everything which you can to bring Mashiach and the Gula immediately. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and